Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Circe Podcast Network. I'm Joshua Gibbs, and this is Proverbial, the podcast where we explore the wisdom of the ages as it comes to us in Proverbs, by which I mean wise sayings a man may live by if he's not so arrogant as to think himself special. Episode 133, How Things Fall Apart. Today's proverb comes from Stephen Covey. I'll read it twice. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Once more. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Right off the bat, I'll admit this really is not exactly the wisdom of the ages. It's from Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey's still alive. He's even a little popular, a bit fashionable. And so I'm reluctant to do the quote, but I still love this quote. I love this quote because it's commonly traded. Everyone's heard it. And when you hear this quote, it stops you in your tracks. You can't not spend a minute thinking about it when someone says it. When someone brings this up, either in a business meeting, in a sermon, there's really no American institution that can't gain something from it. When you hear it, you stop, you mull it over. It's hard to hear this without at least giving it 10 seconds of your time. Hmm, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And you immediately begin sorting out what these different main things are. Because there's something slightly different implied by each reference to the main thing. This is not actually the same turn of phrase repeated three times. 
I'm not going to say that I've been thinking about this quote a lot lately, but I've been thinking around this quote. In the neighborhood of this quote. I've been thinking about it for a couple months now. A couple months ago, I was in the middle of teaching Plato's Republic in one of my online classes. And when teaching that book, I came to a certain chapter, my favorite chapter in that book, one of my favorite chapters in any books. And it's the description of how things fall apart. Socrates describes how things fall apart. He describes how things fall apart for institutions. He describes how things fall apart for men. And if you've read The Republic, you know that every description of an institution is also a description of a man, and vice versa. The way we think of institutions is analogous to the way we think of men, and vice versa. If you want to know what a just man is, you need to consider a just city. Well, there's a certain chapter in The Republic where Socrates describes how the ideal government, the aristocracy, degenerates into the worst form of government, the tyranny. There are five kinds of government, according to Socrates, the aristocracy, the timocracy, oligarchy, democracy, and tyranny. Each one slightly worse than the one before it. And there's a certain passage of that book where he describes how the ideal city, how the just city, begins slowly, perhaps even through some accidents and misfortunes, to make its slow move towards complete injustice. How people who have their lives together slowly lose the plot and come to nothing, become ineffectual, miserable, unproductive. And it's bracing the way that he describes it. Because though the book was written 2,400 years ago, it sounds like it was written just yesterday. Today's proverb is about how things fall apart. And it's a bit of a gloss of everything that Socrates says about how the just city falls apart. So I want to point out a couple things about this proverb. First of all, the saying is, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. The saying is not, the main thing is to make the main thing, the main thing. And that's because this is not a proverb about making it from zero to one. If it were a saying about making it from zero to one, it would be the main thing is to make the main thing the main thing. But it's not. This is a proverb about going from one to two. This is a proverb that assumes you're young, you've had a little success, and you're at the point of enjoying that success. And as soon as, you're, as soon as you're at the point of enjoying your success, that's when the temptations really come. This proverb assumes that the hearer 
has obtained a certain level of success. This is what the proverb assumes. What you're doing is working. It's working so well, in fact, you just need to keep doing what you're doing. That's how well things are working. Don't change a thing. Don't be weary in well-doing. Just keep plugging away. Keep the main thing the main thing. You figured it out. That's what the proverb assumes. You figured it out. You figured out how to succeed. You figured out how to do well. You figured out how to be happy. Just keep doing it. This is the saying of someone or for someone who is presently coming up in the world, still rising. And they're coming up in the world because they're spending their time well and their priorities are rightly ordered. Their success is beginning to compound, not only because they have a great product, but because people are beginning to speak well of them. This is a proverb that begins, it intercepts that moment. It's not like things have just suddenly started going well. They've been going well for a while. So this is a saying for an institution that's done well for a few years. This is a saying for a CEO or a president or a manager or a headmaster for, for whom things are going well. The average small business lasts for eight years. This is a saying for year three. This is a saying for when, sadly enough, things are going as well as they're going to go for most small businesses, for most people, for most individuals. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Why are people tempted to stray? from the main thing. Well, they're tempted to stray because good things can kind of take care of themselves. Good things are a little autonomous, kind of autonomous. They can kind of go on their own for a while. For example, good kids can take care of themselves. If you raise your kids right by the time they're 14 or 15, you don't have to check in with them every day. You can let a week, you can let two weeks, you can let three weeks go by without really taking a serious assessment of how they're doing. You don't need to ask a good kid every day what they're reading, what they're listening to, what they're watching. You don't need to ask them every day what happened in school. Now, I don't recommend taking long breaks from your kids on this front. All I'm saying is that if you have to let them go for a while, good kids are not going to fall apart the second that you quit applying pressure. Good kids can take care of themselves for a bit. Same is true of health, your health. If your health is good, you can forget about your health around Christmas time. 
if your health is good, you can forget about fat and calories and cholesterol and liquor, and you can eat what you want and you can drink what you want for a solid two weeks and you don't really need to worry about it. If your health is not good, you cannot do that. You have to worry about your health all the time. When things are good, they're strong. And when things are strong, they can take care of themselves, at least for a bit. If you're the owner of a business and your employees are happy and productive, you can take a three-week trip to the Bahamas. Now, if your employees are not happy and productive, you can't just up and leave. You've got to check in early and often. When things are going well, you can ease off them for a while, if you have to. That's what I mean when I say that good things can take care of themselves. Good things are strong. Good things are stable. Stable things don't require constant upkeep. That's why when somebody's health is really bad, we say they're touch and go. Gotta check in often. Gotta keep close tabs on how things are going. Now, when things are going really well, and when things are going so well that you can take your hands off them, you're always going to be tempted to think you can take your hands off them forever. When things are going well, you tend to think they're just going to keep going well. You begin to define yourself as the one for whom things go well. You've reached a state of momentum, you tell yourself, a state of complete stability. And the good things are just going to keep being good. The good things are just going to keep carrying themselves along. You come to think of things, as in how things are, how things are going. You come to think of things like a statue made of bronze. And a statue doesn't really need upkeep. It's solid. It takes care of itself. If a statue goes three weeks between cleaning or three months, or three years, it doesn't really matter. Hose it down, looks the same. And there are people who come to think of things like a statue. Things are fine, things are going well. The statue was cast well. It's simply going to remain in that state indefinitely. Now, if it's going to remain that way for a while, and this is the delusion of people for whom things have finally started going well, and reached a state of equilibrium, it means that you're free to dabble in some other thing. It means you can take leave of the main thing, which will be fine without you, and you can spend a little time on the second thing, the third thing. The main thing is really to branch out, you tell yourself this. If you don't branch out, eventually you'll burn out on the main thing. I don't need to keep my hands on the main thing. I'm not a control freak. That's one of those reasons why we let go of the main thing. I'm not a control freak. Gotta let go. Letting go of the main thing is part of growing up. We have all kinds of excuses for letting go of the main thing. You gotta branch out. You gotta keep yourself interested. I'm bored with the main thing. I need the second or third thing for me. That's my incentive to keep going. That's my incentive 
to keep overseeing the main thing, to keep my eye on it from time to time, is I gotta have these interesting things over here. The second thing or the third thing that just keep me energized, that keep me aware and awake and sharp. The main thing doesn't need me every second of the day. And I can have the second thing move into the position of the main thing and continue to give as much time to the main thing as I gave before. I think that's a peculiar delusion of the modern man. Yeah, the main thing's the main thing, but the second thing, I got enough time, I'm smart enough, I'm good enough at multitasking. I can have two main things. Or three. Or five. If you don't keep the main thing the main thing, it's not like the operation falls apart immediately. If you had the main thing as the main thing before, you're doing well. Well enough to let things slide for a while before there are any real terrible repercussions. Moving the main thing to the side and putting it second is not like closing your eyes while driving a car in Los Angeles. You're not going to be dead two seconds later. Here's the thing, though. Things always fall apart on the inside before they fall apart on the outside. If your life is falling apart, you're always the first person to know it. If your business is falling apart, you, owner, are the first person to know it. Being the first person to know it does not mean being the first person to admit it. Sadly enough, and this is that proverbial wisdom, the first person to know things are falling apart is rarely the first person to admit it. You might not admit it, but you've got more data than anyone else. If your drinking is a problem, you know it first. You might deny it, but denying it doesn't mean you don't know it. Problems always begin on the inside and then slowly work themselves out. That's where problems begin. Problems begin on the inside. Judas decided to betray Christ before he betrayed Christ. That's one way in which problems begin on the inside. You know you're sick before anyone else knows you're sick. You know your side hurts before anyone else knows your side hurts. You know your joints hurt before anyone else. If you just leave that pain alone, one of two things will happen. It'll either go away or it will get much worse. And it's going to have to get way worse before other people figure out something's wrong with you on their own. The first person to know the main thing isn't the main thing anymore. That's you. You see the ill effects of it first. No one else. That's very hard to admit that things are going wrong when no one knows it but you. It's hard to believe things are going wrong when everyone else tells you they look good. 
Or when everybody except one person tells you they look good. Or everyone but two. Or three. If everyone else thinks I'm doing well, or almost everyone else, or a majority of other people think I'm doing well, I must be doing well. There's this lag time where you know that things are falling apart, but no one else does. It's a mercy of God, though, really. It's a mercy of God that you know things are falling apart first. It means you've got the chance to deal with it before other people find out, and you're embarrassed. If things are falling apart on the inside, you know it first. At first, you ignore and deny that things are falling apart because they don't look like they're falling apart to people out there. And there's a temptation to believe that if we can keep up appearances, things are basically fine. Provided you can keep up appearances, things are basically fine. That's the thing a lot of people believe. There is a grain of truth to it. But if you push that idea, if you don't work on that idea, if you don't allow the lag time where appearances haven't caught up with reality, if you don't use that lag time to fix things, eventually appearances will go the way of the interior. Eventually, the inside of a thing always works its way out. The overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Eventually, what's inside works its way out. Interior problems always become exterior problems. Every private life eventually becomes a public life. Every secret thing will be made known. There's a couple reasons for that. I think some of them are mystical, honestly. I think there are some metaphysical reasons why interior problems become exterior problems. I, but this is not a metaphysical show. This is a common sense show. It's always what proverbial's been. And I think there's some common sense reasons why interior problems always work themselves out. One of which is, after you've lived with interior problems for long enough, you don't see them anymore. You become numb to them. Also, you lose the energy and the verve necessary to keep stifling, to keep holding in what's inside, to keep managing it, damage controlling it, manipulating it. So you let go and it just becomes obvious to everyone else. After you've lived with hidden problems for long enough, they're not hidden problems, they're just what you are. So you can't hide them any more than you can hide the nose on your face. Eventually someone on the outside calls you out for those interior problems. And when you're called out for those interior problems that have begun to manifest themselves, this is what you say. You say, that's not possible. I'm the one who keeps the main thing the main thing. That's who I am. That's what I am. That's how I got here. Not possible. That's how I got to this level of success and this level of notoriety, by keeping the main thing the main thing. 
I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I obtain my status in the world and my reputation for excellence and piety and genius by keeping the main thing the main thing. In the meantime, though, someone else has made the main thing the main thing. And you can protest all you want, but it's not going to bring anyone back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.